Hello, and welcome back to Cryptid Cases. I'm your host, Daniel Potter. And I'm Caleb Faubert. And join us as we enter in to another cryptic case. Today, we're going to be looking into the case of the rake. The rake. The rake. All right. Not the not the yard tool. No, not the yard tool, but uh, <laughs> the creature of the northeastern United States. No, the the rake is actually it is a yard tool. Um, it's just <laughs> a movable yard tool that you know. You just woke up in in the middle of the night. True mm-hmm. story. Um, I woke up and I just look off, and in my closet, I just there's a rake that's mm-hmm. standing there, glowing eyes. Scared. So, yeah, scared for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it attacked me. I got the scars to prove it. Mm-hmm. There, there's like nine straight lines on Caleb's face right now. It's mm-hmm. horrifying. It's horrifying. <laughs> I am a firm believer in the rake. Uh, you said that sounds a little. That sounds a little fishy. Didn't sound very <laughs> realistic, Caleb. All right. So, as early as the 1960s and all the way to present day in the Northeastern United States. This primarily focuses on the New York State and Idaho, Idaho area. Eyewitnesses told stories of an encounter with a human-like creature, which sparked brief local media interest before an apparent blackout was enacted. Most of the information was not left intact, and most of what was was put online or was lost. Eyewitnesses to this creature told of emotions of terror and discomfort, to an almost like child sense of playfulness, a curiosity, and while published versions of these accounts are no longer on record, the memories remain. Some of the parties involved still look for answers. In 2006, nearly two dozen documents stated between the 12th century to present day, spanning four continents, with almost all of the cases, they seemed identical. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Well. <laughs> okay. Did you mention the blackout? Did I hear yeah, that? The apparent blackout was enacted. Okay. When you say blackout, do you mean like electricity and like? So. Can you explain that a little more? So, what they mean by the blackout was they they tried to cover up this case. There was an oh. incident that happened that we'll talk about. And they tried to hide it, but some people reportedly Sounds typical, yeah, <laughs> were able to rip some some um, evidence away and were able to put up online. But a lot of it was lost. But what wasn't um, is still intact today. So we're following the story of the rake, in which these investigators have gone back into the case. I've found these excerpts and I've put it together. And Caleb's looking at me like, you are crazy. This is not real. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let me just tell you this, Caleb. I'm going to read you some accounts of the rake. Okay? I want you to mm-hmm. sit back, relax. I want you to pop a little popcorn, get a little sooty pop. <laughs> I want you to enjoy it. And then okay. you could tear me down once I'm done. Hey. Okay? All I ask is that I can sleep tonight without. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, again, some of these accounts date 12th century and present day. These are spanning four continents, Caleb. Okay? 
One of the earliest accounts of the rake comes from a suicide note from 1964. This is what was written. As I prepare to take my life, I feel it is necessary to assuage any guilt or pain that I have introduced through this act. It is not the fault of anyone other than him. For once I awoke and felt his presence. And once I awoke, I saw his form. Once again I awoke and heard his voice and looked into his eyes. I cannot sleep without fear of what I might next awake to experience. I cannot ever wake. Goodbye. Now this suicide note was found in the same wooden box were two empty envelopes addressed to William and Rose and one loose personal letter with no envelope. And this was that note. Dearest Lenny, I have prayed for you. He spoke your name. A journal entry translated from Spanish from 1880. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I have experienced the greatest terror. I see his eyes when I close mine. They are hollow. Black. They saw me and pierced me. His wet hand. I will not sleep. His voice. And it cuts off with unintelligible text. A mariner's log. Back in nine, back in 1691, he came to me in my sleep. From the foot of my belt, I felt a sensation. He took everything. We must return to England. We shall not return here again at the request of the rake. So I believe that was the very first time we actually got the actual name of the rake. Now for the most recent sighting of the rake. This is a bit of a long one. This is where I want you to sit back, get your poppy corn, a little study pop. Do you I want you to enjoy. I'm sleep tonight? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can make it a little bit worse. Okay. <laughs> From a witness in 2006. Three years ago, I had just returned from a trip from Niagara Falls with my family on the 4th of July. We were all very exhausted after a long day of driving, so my husband and I put the kids right to bed and called it a night. At about 4 a.m., I woke up thinking my husband had gotten up to use the restroom. I used this moment to steal back the sheets, only to wake him in the process. I apologized and told him that I thought he got out of bed. When he turned to face me, he gasped and pulled his feet up to the end of the bed so quickly his knees knocked me out of the bed. He then grabbed me and said nothing. After adjusting to the dark for half a second, I was able to see what caused the strange reaction. At the foot of the bed, sitting and facing away from us, there was what appeared to be a naked man, or 
or large hairless dog of some sort. Its body position was disturbing and unnatural, as if it had been hit by a car or something. For some reason, I was not instantly frightened by it, but more concerned as to its condition. At this point, I was somewhat under the assumption that we were supposed to help him. My husband was peering over his arm and knee tucked in the fetal position, occasionally glancing at me before returning to the creature. In a flurry of motion, the creature scrambled around the side of the bed and then crawled quickly in a flailing sort of motion right along the bed until it was less than a foot away from my husband's face. The creature was completely silent for about 30 seconds. It was probably closer to five, but it just seemed like a while. Just looking at my husband. The creature then placed his hand on his knee and ran into the hallway leading to the kids' rooms. I screamed and ran for the light switch, planning to stop him before he can hurt my children. When I got to the hallway, the light from the bedroom was enough to see it crouching and hunched over about 20 feet away. He turned around and looked directly at me, covered in blood. I flipped the switch on the wall and saw my daughter, Clara. The creature ran down the stairs while my husband and I rushed to our daughter. She was very badly injured and spoke only once more in her short life. She said, He is the rake. My husband drove his car into a lake that night while rushing our daughter to the hospital. They did not survive. Being a small town, news got around pretty quickly. The police were helpful at first and local newspapers took an interest as well. However, the story was never published and the local television news never followed up either. For several months, my son Justin and I stayed in a hotel near my parents' house. After we decided to return home, I began looking for answers myself. I eventually located a man in the next town over who had a similar story. We got in contact and began talking about our experiences. He knew of two other people in New York who had seen the creature. We now refer as the Rake. It took the four of us about two solid years of hunting on the internet and writing letters to come up with a small collection of what we believed to be the account of the Rake. None of them gave any details, history, or follow-up. One journal had an entry involving the creature in its first three pages and never mentioned it again. A ship log explained nothing but of the encounter, saying only that they were to leave by the rake. This led us to wonder if the rake had visited any of us before our last encounter. I set up a digital recording near my bed and left it running all night, every night, for two weeks. I would tediously scan of me rolling around in bed each day when I woke up. By the end of the second week, I was quiet. And I was used to the occasional sound of sleep while blurring through the recording at eight times the normal speed. This took over an hour every day. On the first day of the third week, I thought I heard something different. What I found was a shrill voice. It was the rake. I can't listen to it long enough to even begin to transcribe it. 
I haven't let anyone listen to it yet. All I know is that I've heard it before, and now I believe that it spoke when I was sitting in front of my husband. I don't remember hearing anything at the time, but for some reason the voice on the recorder immediately brings me back to that moment. The thoughts that must have gone through my daughter's head make me very upset. I have not seen the ring since he ruined my life, but I know that he has been in my room while I slept. I know and fear that one night I'll wake up to see him staring at me. End of letter. How do you feel? And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Uh, <laughs> no. Guess he's not sleeping. Um, just from now on forward. <laughs> that is terrifying. That is freaking scary, dude. Is this the original Creepypasta story? Um, this is, yeah, this is from the original Creepypasta website, which they even, and so do a lot of other people, say is real. I know there's a very famous picture of it out there where it's in the forest, it's by a tree. Um, yeah. Man. What do you think? I did not enjoy that, I'll tell you that. <laughs> let's say, let's say this thing know, is dude. real. Let's say this thing is real, mm. right? Okay. Demonic, supernatural, yeah. or extraterrestrial? What do you think? Demonic, for sure. Yeah. To have a creature that was literally written about in 1964, there's no creature that could possibly be alive, and let mm -hmm. alone a group of creatures, because we'd see this thing, I mean, slaughtering people day in and day out. You mm -hmm. know, we'd have a rake psychosis, you know? <laughs> If this thing is real, it is a, it either is a extraterrestrial experiment that got loose, or it's a demonic creature. That Something that takes the form. Huh? That can apparently move around in different countries. Exactly. So, that's crazy. I mean, when you look up some of the stories behind this creepypasta, you see a lot of people who are very skeptical because it's a story. Yeah, that's but you also why I'm have, skeptical. Yeah, like like Caleb, another skeptical man. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of people who say they have similar experiences or they have seen something, you know? Yeah. Now, is this somebody who's just trying to get attention? Is this somebody who's piggybacking off of creepypasta is this you know somebody who is actually seeing something and is just attributing it to the rake we don't know there's not enough evidence yeah. they don't give us enough a lot of the images are usually the same yeah, yeah that's all very possible um i mean yeah there's so many possibilities even just Having a, like a hallucination in the dark mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I think that this relates to the rig. Not making fun of that in any ways, yeah. but it's definitely possible. It could be, you could be seeing something completely different. A different yeah, cryptid, a different, something different. You know, you could be seeing an alien and just, you know, th let me explain what I was just about to say. 
The rake is described as a humanoid-like creature with the skin enveloping the bones as if it didn't have a lot of muscle structure underneath. It has reflective black eyes. Um, In some accounts, it is missing a nose. And I'm not saying it's kind of like a Slenderman type thing. It just looks like its nose has been ripped off. It is extremely fast, extremely agile. And some people even report it speaking telepathically, as we saw in these in these accounts. Now, this thing, I mean, I'm looking around my dark room right now. And I don't know why I have my lights off. I would be absolutely horrified to see in the corner of my room. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very paranoid right now. Yeah. So, I mean... Looking at all, all of the information we have, which is not that much. We have a couple accounts. We have a creepypasta story. We have some, some you know, supposed true accounts. And usually when you look up, you know, encounters with the rake, you usually find the stories that I already talked about. Um, yeah. So, or stories that really resemble the ones we talked about. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint mm-hmm. what's true and what's not. Um, yeah. I also a- want to say, uh, just for the people who are still having a hard time imagining what the thing looks like, it's basically a big version of Gollum. Um, yeah, but yeah. with, like, <laughs> the face of evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, if any of you guys are interested... evil version of Gollum. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> If any of you guys are interested in kind of um, looking more into this or looking at more accounts of this, there's actually a a book uh, by Deep Reed, who's the author. Um, there's a Kindle edition. Um, it's actually free for Kindle Unlimited, <laughs> and it's ninety nine cents if you just have the standard. Uh, we're not we're not sponsored by by Kindle, um, but Kindle, if you do want to sponsor us, we are totally open for it. Um, but it is nine. Yeah, (laughs) it is 99 cents on Kindle. Um, definitely. Um, it is a story for teenagers, um, for teenagers. Yeah. Uh, that's what it's tailored to. Um, oh, the grade level is eight to 12. So Caleb, you just made it, buddy. You just made it. Just made it. Yeah, Caleb has a a reading issue. I'm just kidding. Um, no, but when you, (laughs) When you really look around, um, there's a lot of people on YouTube who say they saw this thing. A lot of them are like kids who are like shoving the camera lens way too close to their nostrils. And <laughs> they are, you know, they're just thinking of some crazy stuff. Um, yeah. 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 So... I don't know. So what do you think, Caleb? Give me your honest answer of the rake. What do you- honest opinion. Do, do you think it's real? The big reason why I would debunk this and I don't believe in it is because it's a creepypasta story. Mm-hmm. That's usually um, where that's it originated from. Yeah. And I know creepypasta is just not- notorious. It's just for creepy stories. And, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, but... The, 
the are facts all of these accounts of people? Like, what was that? I'm sorry. The facts you have are interesting, mm-hmm. um, and I could see why people believe in it. Yeah, but I could also see it being something else. Got it. Okay. Trying to trying to come to a conclusion. Do I want to believe yeah. that this thing is real? Yes. I think that if this thing is like real, we need to find it and we need to take it down now. <laughs> but with the evidence that we have, I don't have enough conclusive evidence that it is real. Um, so I think I think we got to come to a conclusion. I think for the cryptic case file of the rake. In my opinion, I believe that this case is closed. I think that the case file of the rake is and has always been a hoax. I think it's just a really creepy story on Creepypasta. I think that people have embellished it a lot, even though it's it's a great read. I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as Caleb did. Um, Oh, Lord, dude. Um, but I mean, I have found way too many things that make this story so hard to believe. It's even considered an SCP from the Secure Contain Protect Foundation that we'll probably get into in a for, in a future episode. But they see the, this thing is SCP zero nine six, which is just outlandish. Going way too far with this thing. So yes, the rake has been debunked it is not real in our opinion <laughs> please don't come for me the right yeah, um yeah so please yeah <laughs> um awesome second episode close the case i, I don't i want to say i don't get scared easily and that story generally creeped me out and we're you're talking to a horror filmmaker here mm-hmm. and that creeped me out pretty good yeah. it's a fun little campfire story yeah nice little campfire <laughs> story Tell it to your kids if they keep getting out of bed, trying to sneak, you know, some some gummy bears in the middle of the night. You know, guarantee that'll fix it right up. But Guaranteed. <laughs> but again, oh, I'm Daniel Potter. And I'm Caleb Flaubert. And thank you for listening to another case file on cryptic cases. We'll see you next time. <laughs>